everybody. Welcome back to the Make Work Human podcast. I'm Larissa Haynes. And I'm Jen Baggett. In this series, we are going to be talking all about how to take charge of your own development. And no matter how awesome your company is, it is up to you to take charge of your career development. So join us as we explore what it takes to become the leader that you want to be. Like, there are some people who really think that they are the shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. And somewhere along the line that, and they, either they think that, that they're the shit or they, they don't, they're not quite sure in their like grandness that, so they want to make sure that everybody else feels uncool so that they feel cooler. And I think that's actually what happens. I think that's more what happens. Um, It's funny because, and you brought it, like we were talking earlier about it's, it's bullying. <laughs> like oftentimes those cool kids, and I don't think they know they're doing it. I think a lot of times, especially as adults, or I mean, certainly as children, but um, we think that like our, oh, how, do, how do I put this? Um, all right. So social media, right? I'm just going to dive right into this because this is this is the catalyst of what we're talking about today is how I do stuff on social media may not be how other people want to do it. <laughs> right? right. And I participated in something recently that I just thought was super fun and other people thought it was super fun. And now there's people out there that are just like shitting all over it <laughs> and calling it like lazy and lame and whatever. And I'm sorry, but I think it's really kind of bullying to shame other people for what they enjoy just yeah. because it's not something you enjoy or agree with. And I think that's a big problem of like what's going on right now. It's like people start to think like they're the cool kids and they're on the inner circle and they're the the influencer of, you know, what's what's right, what's wrong and what's cool to do. And all of the rest of us theater geeks and band geeks out here that are just liking stuff cuz it's fun <laughs> are like, you know, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait, maybe I'm not supposed to like that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, or maybe I'm in my 40s and I can like whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. And even when you were, you know, 11 years old, it's okay to dress like Eleanor Roosevelt for Halloween. <laughs> like, oh, that was a good story. Yeah, I'll share that story. Um, so when I was in the seventh grade, I went... Um, for Halloween is Eleanor Roosevelt. And no joke, I thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. And um, little did I know that me and my nerdy little friend who decided to go trick-or-treating in the cool neighborhood, um, we ran into all the cool kids and they like completely made fun of me for my Eleanor Roosevelt costume, who to this day is still my idol. Um, And it was at that point that I was like, oh God, I'm not cool. I'm going to dedicate everything that I have to being cool. I'm going to be friends with those people. I am going to give up the things that I like, or I'm going to hide. It's more like I'm going to hide the things that I like. You're going to fit yourself into that box. Yeah. I'm going to shrink down into that box so that I can be cool. And I did. And I was pretty good at it. Um, And it wasn't 
it, it wasn't a bad way to be. I'm not going to say that, but I missed out on a lot of things that I really would have enjoyed and some pathways that I could have taken had I not been chasing cool. And I think as adults, we still chase cool. <laughs> we do. I think we do. I think we, so that's like a basic human need, right? Like the belonging is a basic human need. And when we go into the workplace, guess what? We still want to belong. And you go in and there's a culture and right, this the culture is kind of the, the, the thing we want to belong to. And if that culture says you don't fit perfectly in the way you are, you may try to transform, not transform. We talked about that word. Conform. <laughs> conform yourself into this person that fits into the culture because you want to belong. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, literally every workplace I've gone into, you know who the cool kids are. <laughs> um, and what's funny is even with some clients I've worked with, like, there, I've worked with some clients where their cool kids are actually incredibly inclusive and compassionate. And what's cool there is making sure that everyone knows that they're valued for whatever they bring. It's rare, but it does exist and it's awesome. Um, and it's really fun to watch how that works and how leadership is so deliberate in supporting that. Then there's also organizations where you go in and you just know like, oh man, there are people that are being bullied without even in the people who are bullying them are not intentional about it. It's just how it, wait, it has, it's how it works out. Yeah. It's, it's, and that bullying is a, it's a form of like the, the it's trying to get people to fit into that mold. Like I'm going to, I'm going to say something on social media or I'm going to say something to you in the hallway, or I'm not going to talk to you or where you're not going to get invited to lunch because you're not doing whatever, like you're not fitting into this mold. I Great example. I forgot about this where, um, so I was doing a, a self-awareness session for a sales team and, you know, so I'm in there and we're, we're starting and we go through like human behavior and blah, 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 and all the things I teach. And I noticed like the guys down front are just like clearly the cool guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're completely behaving like the cool guys in high school, you know, and they're, they've got their inside jokes and they're kind of loud and they're razzing me and like, you know, I think it's fun. So I'm totally fine with it until I start to recognize the rest of the room's sort of behavior and reaction and how there's sort of layers of cool. Um, so I start kind of razzing them back and we wrapped the session and it was a great session. But the thing that came out of it was there was one guy who came to the, the CEO and the head of HR afterward, the head of people afterwards and had said, you know, you guys, I have been really struggling um, and feeling just like I can't catch a break. And what's interesting is he was selling the crap out of everything. His numbers were great. He was really successful at the job. But what he shared was that he was really kind of lonely and just felt like he didn't belong and, and want, he was getting ready to leave. And he said that that session finally helped him see that he didn't have to do it the way those guys did, that how he did his job and what he brought was really valuable. And 
it was such an eye opener of like, your culture can be one of bullying without you even knowing it. Because I, the, that CEO, the two founders were incredibly compassionate, very kind, good people who didn't know that was happening until this came forward. So it's yeah. happening. It's happening. And so it, it, when you see it, if, if you, if you're the cool kid, take a look at, you know, am I tolerant and inclusive of other, other ways of being? Am I like, I talk, I did this training for uh, an organization where we talked about the in-group and the out-group, right? Like we automatically like try to find people like us. Our brain just automatically categorizes and pulls people in that are like us because it's, it's a trust thing. It goes back to when we were like cavemen and needed people in our tribe. So if you're a cool kid, I would challenge you to to try to build a bridge with, between, with someone who's not in your in-group. Like with people who are in your out, like who are out group, who are not like you, because it's a really beautiful thing when you have different layers of people in an organization. And when people have different ideas and, and operate in different ways, like it doesn't have to be a threat. He's so fun. Well, and that's the biggest thing. Like when we're layering it into work is that when you've got that cool kid situation happening and there is unintentional bullying. I'm not saying these people are out there bullying, but what's happening is that people will pick up on what those people want and like what's cool and what gets shared and what doesn't. And you're going to miss out on ideas because people are going to be afraid to share stuff that isn't going to align with or impress or whatever you want to call it, what the cool norm is. Um, you know, and, and bringing back, you know, social media, <laughs> like that thing is, you know, the person who posted how this thing was so lame I noticed there were comments of people that were like, wow, I never looked at it that way. I'm really embarrassed that I participated now. And that is the thing that just broke my heart. It's like, no, don't <laughs> let these bullies make you feel embarrassed for participating in something that you at the time thought f was fun and other people were having fun with you. Like, no, quit it. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> and I will say this too, as a leader, you are constantly broadcasting what is valuable with what, with not just your words and your actions, but um, with, with what you tolerate, with what you reward, with what you, you know, wh who you call on in meetings or who you go to with certain things. Um, so if you tend to like, look at what you tolerate, look at what you reward, look at what you look at who you're constantly calling on. That's like back in the school days, like the favorite student, you know, um, because what you're broadcasting is, is that's what's cool. So how can you open up, you know, and, and be more inclusive of other, other things, other styles, you know, I'm not telling you to reward bad behavior, but maybe reward for someone for speaking up with a totally different idea. So if I talk about, um, tolerate and reward all the time. And what's so interesting is <laughs> some people actually still hear reward as money. Um, so just as a quickie side note here, reward actually looks like where you put the attention. Um, so wherever that, that's how cool gets built is whoever gets the, the repeated attention, right? Whoever's ideas get pushed forward, whoever gets listened to, whoever gets pulled in, whoever 
all of that is kind of what reward is. Um, I know some people get it, but you know, it's always good to refresh on that. <laughs> so um, I think you froze and we're going to keep rolling because <laughs> this is what happens in 2020 technology. Um, so just kind of wrapping up on the idea of that we're chasing cool and just remember that um, you get to decide what's cool for you and you get to decide who you want to be and what feels good and what's fun. And don't let other people make you feel embarrassed for what's cool. And in, in your culture and on your teams, just kind of gut check yourself on, are there people that are outliers that are feeling bullied? Um, and are there people out there that are just on the fringe and need to be invited in and need to be included? So on that note, um, here she comes back again <laughs> to wrap up. Finally, I'm just quick wrapping up. Um, oh, the joys of, of working, everybody working from home in a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. It's like, there's just not enough internet for everybody. Um, so thank you guys for hanging out with us today and exploring the, the, the call to cool. Um, join us next time. Um, you know where to find us, but if not, you can always find us at www.makeworkhumanpod.com. Um, you can listen to fresh episodes, back episodes. There's some videos and resources out there for you. Um, yeah. And if you're looking to be a guest, we are actually looking for folks who have great stories about how they make work human and what that looks like for them. So feel free to hit us up on the website or find us on LinkedIn. Um, and let's get you on the show. Thanks so much, guys.